I feel like I've got the best seat in the house here because the air conditioning comes straight down at me. I'm so sorry for you. There is air conditioning in here and it kind of does something, so I'm grateful for that. And this is a bit of a different week for us. We're celebrating Christmas this year, getting in early. That's what Anchor does. We get in early sometimes. And of course, we've got all our kids, school-age kids, in with us today. It's awesome to have you with us. I will try not to be so boring that you get bored. I'll try to keep you with me, all right? And I'm going to go for a shorter amount of time. And so hopefully that will help. Um, And I'm going to focus on that theme that we're looking at today. And then we're going to sing again. And um, we don't always do this, but I just feel like acknowledging... The, the extra amount of work that's gone in on a bunch of levels to make this Sunday happen. I just kind of want to say, how good is it to sing and be led by this mob that we're here? Like, that's awesome. And how good is it to have a little bit of shiz on the wall? You know, to, can I, is that the right word? Yeah, d- decor, vibe, to cover up the Coffs Harbour. So no, no one knows where we are today, do we? All a bit confused. And um, we've got food afterwards, guys, and a bunch of people have been slaving. In fact, the pumpkin soup that we'll eat, if you choose the pumpkin soup as well as the sausage, which you can, was made by Sue Ellen. Yep, and you guys know, those of you guys know her and Bruce and what they're going through. She served to make that for us and she's not here. Yep, and it was taken, the pumpkins were taken from the Pinsack farm. All right, so there's crew who can't be with us because of illness, but they're serving us. All right, so you've been served tonight and I hope, I hope in, in being served you feel the love of God that comes for you because ultimately that's what this is. Anything that, good, that comes to you from a brother or a sister is actually just God being kind. It's him coming for you with his love. Some of you are a little bit late in coming in because there was a car accident out the front and actually that was someone from church here. It was one of the Edwards, it was Edwards, it was Hannah Edwards and the boys were with her but she's okay and you're okay, yeah? And, um, but Bruce is out there with Hannah so um, keep her in mind and that's a tricky thing to have happen on your way to church, isn't it? So those of you who are feeling late because the traffic was banked up, you can't complain, all right? Someone from church, okay? Um, what we're going to do, I think that's, um, that's all I want to say. So let, let's dig into this theme that we're looking here today. And some of you guys have got candy canes. Hopefully that helps you. The theme that we're looking at is, I'm just going to go like this. And it's going to appear. There it is. Thank you, Matt. Matt's had about 10 million more slides to do for this Sunday. And we love you, mate. Um, the weary world rejoices. You know, Christmas time as it comes... You feel it in your bones, don't you, that you should be rejoicing. You know, it's one of the things we just feel like we should be doing. There should be joy in the air, there should be sort of celebrating happening in your household. And we particularly feel it off the back of a season where you might be feeling extra weary. Am I right? Have you been feeling the weariness lately? Have you been feeling the weariness for a while? If you have been, I'll give you three reasons why I think you might be feeling weary First of all, the most obvious one Darcy mentioned a minute ago, we're just off the back of two years of the weirdest season we've experienced with the whole COVID thing, where a lot of our plans we've attempted to make have had to disappear. Um, And a lot of the predictable things in our lives have become unpredictable. Um, A a lot of, it's exhausting. It's exhausting not knowing what's going to come next because we're creatures of habit 
and, 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 we, and you know, we, we get settled when we're in a routine and say, so we've been through a tricky time. And maybe there's an exhaustion just from the situation that we've been living through. Um, I think that's got to be part of it for all of us. You might be exhausted, though, from just from the people that you live with or who are around you. Come on, let's be honest. You know, sometimes the weariness we feel is just from the ones we love that are so close to us and they're hard work, you know, and you're hard work for them too. And so sometimes the weariness just comes from friends, you know, or from family. Maybe the weariness comes from extended family and even just the attempts to try and get them together for Christmas and some of you are feeling the pain of what often goes down to try to organise a gathering. It's tricky, yeah? And as time ticks by, sometimes it gets trickier. So maybe you're a bit weary from the people around you. But here's the third reason, here's the deeper reason, the one that you may not be willing to acknowledge. Maybe you're weary from yourself. You get a bit weary of yourself sometimes. Wish you could get a bit of a break from yourself. You know, maybe your weariness is just coming from all that's going on between your ears each day, each night, and you're just kind of struggling with your own frailty, with how fragile you feel, with things that have gone on in your life and you know they're from mistakes you've made. Maybe some of your weary, maybe you can acknowledge that. Yeah, my weariness is, is a lot of it's caused by me. My mistakes, my sin my frailty. And if you can get to that kind of place, if you can get to that deeper place and acknowledge that a good chunk, maybe a lot of your weariness comes from something within you, you're actually in a good place to go hunting for real relief. And you're actually able to go hunting for real rejoicing. You've got to first acknowledge where the deep weariness comes from. That's what we're going to look at here today. I think our whole society, whether they know where the real weariness comes from, um, wants to live, have their spirits lifted in this time. Everyone wants to rejoice. Um, our whole community wants to put lights on their houses and we want to dress our parents up as Christmas trees and we want to have parties in the street and we want to have barbies with our neighbours and we want to give presents to each other and we want to eat as much good food as we possibly can to try and get the feeling to come from within us. We want to do everything, we want to let our hair down and go for it, those of us who have got hair still. And I want to say that desire to celebrate, that desire to rejoice is spot on. It's spot on that virtually everyone in our community gets to this point in the year or multiple points in the year and they just, they just want relief and they want to rejoice and they want to celebrate but the vast majority of the people in our community, and maybe some of you here today, you feel the urge to celebrate and rejoice, but you're pretty hazy on really why. I reckon the vast majority of our community wants to party, but they don't really have a good reason to party. It's just they want to break from the monotony of life. But they want to celebrate. I think what we've got left in our secular society pretty much here in a country like Australia is like a shell or, you know, just the structure of a celebration, you know, called Christmas and Easter. And so people get to Christmas and they just want to party and we want to do things that make ourselves feel good. But for so many people, there's no substance in it. There's no guts in it. It's just the shell. It's just the structure and they try and make as much of it as they possibly can and maybe that's you here today. 
You can tell in the songs that we sing that we don't really know why we want to rejoice or what the reason is to rejoice. Catch this song. How's this Christmas song? Deck the halls. You sing that one? You might sing it over the next few days. I'll sing the first line. You tell me what the next one is. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. La 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 la. There you go. That's why you do it. You just gave me your reason. Next one's even better. Tis the season to be jolly. Why? for, For many, many people in our community, the reason to celebrate is fa la 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 la. And that's about as much clarity as so many people we live among have. They want to rejoice, but it's The reason's not there. So what we're going to do today, we're going to go back to the first Christmas. We're going to see a whole lot of rejoicing and we're going to make sure we catch the reason. Why is everyone rejoicing? Now, I'm not sure if you've ever noticed the celebrating and rejoicing that went on around the first Christmas with the arrival of Jesus. Have you noticed all the characters and people in the event of the arrival of Jesus just celebrating and rejoicing? Maybe you haven't. And if you haven't, I want you to catch it now because it's really great to catch. I'm going to point out seven, I've only got five fingers on that hand, seven characters from Luke chapter 1 and 2. So if you've got a Bible, open up to Luke chapter 1 and 2. We're going to pick the eyes out of these chapters and notice them celebrating. And we've actually had someone here from church do some sketches of each of these characters, which is pretty cool, don't you reckon? So we've got some artists in this church and they're funky sketches. And so they'll come up in just a minute. I'll tell you when, Matt, all right? The first the first character, if you're there in Luke chapter 1, the first character that you see rejoicing and celebrating about the arrival of Jesus is a small, very, very young character. In fact, he's so young, he's still in utero. Do you know what that word means? He is still in his mother's tummy. He's not born yet. He's probably about somewhere between three to six months old. He's the first guy to celebrate and rejoice some of you know what i'm talking about here we're talking about the little baby john who becomes john the baptist who is inside his mother elizabeth and he parties when mary who's elizabeth's cousin who's got jesus in her walks into the household have you heard that story so jesus's mother mary walks into the house where elizabeth He's pregnant with John the Baptist and John the Baptist starts celebrating. Can you picture that? Can you feel that? You know, here's a sketch of it. There you go. So on the, this is kind of like an ultrasound sketch so you can see through into what's going on inside. How's this one? Eh? So on the right there, you've got Mary. They're funky looking women. You've got Mary and you've got baby Jesus in her uterus there. And on the left, you've got Elizabeth she's looking haunting but elizabeth and um and inside there can you see that's john the baptist what's he doing he's he's got pants on and he's dancing all right and i mean have seriously like if you've never noticed this before it's hilarious what elizabeth says happens to her when mary walks in the door if you can you throw the verse up matt Here's what she actually says. As soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, this is Elizabeth talking to Mary, um, your greeting reached my ears. The baby in my womb leapt for joy. 
So, you know, some of you um, women who've had the, you know, the privilege of being able to be with child have probably had that experience of getting nudged around from the inside, which I can only imagine would be weird and awesome and weird, right? It's like an alien in there. But anyway, it appears as though this little fella, John the Baptist, is doing more than just a little bit of an elbow nudge. He looks like he's jumping, yeah? He's kind of going up and down and leaping for joy somehow. So he's like he's on a trampoline and he's jumping inside of my maybe doing some flips and twists. You know, that's a pelvic floor trampoline right there and that's just craziness. There's the first guy who's celebrating and Jesus is not even born yet, but it's John the Baptist and it's in utero. Have you noticed that one before? All right, here's the next one. Um, the next one's Mary. We'll put that, put that image up straight away. Mary, the one who actually has just received the promise that she is going to bear the saviour of the world, she bursts into song, a classic song. It's called Mary's Magnificat, Magnificat, something like that. It's there in Luke chapter 1. And if you can pick it up in verse 46, Mary said or sings, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Saviour. It's there up on the screen. There you go. So Mary bursts into song just after John the Baptist has been jumping up and down in the womb. And then you get, the next one is Elizabeth's husband, Zachariah. Have we got one of Zachariah? He goes for it as well. And the verse that he sees, now the reason why Zachariah bursts into song is when his son John the Baptist is born, he, he gets the prophecy that his child is like the forerunner for the Messiah. So he catches that this child that he now has is actually going to lead the way for the coming of the King Jesus. So really, he's just excited about Jesus, that he's going to come. And so here's some of the words that he sings. Can you throw that verse up? It's verse 68. Zechariah says, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he's come to his people to redeem them. He's singing about Jesus, who's still not yet born, but he's, ex he's excited that the Saviour's come to redeem his people. All right, you get to chapter 2, and the next characters that we see rejoicing are, are you with me here? You're following with me? Yep, we've got the angels. Now, you kind of expect angels to be able to sing and rejoice. These are the ones that are appear, appear to the shepherds while they're in their fields at night. Um, they make the announcement that a baby boy, baby boy Jesus has just been born. Thanks. Can you grab that for me, Levi? It's just been born, and as they make that announcement, then they burst into song themselves. I'll have it up the right way. It's always helpful. Thanks, mate. And they burst into song. You got the verse there, Matt? Glory to God in the highest, and in heaven, in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favour rests. So the angels are singing and glorifying and praising and the ones that they've been speaking to the shepherds they're the next ones who get praising and singing and celebrating so we'll go to the shepherds matt there's the shepherds in the fields at night these are cool sketches aren't they you can ask around after church and try and find out who did them for us but the shepherds start celebrating as well when they get the news because they hear that it's good news for all people and in verse 20 of chapter 2 they the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they heard and had seen and which, which were just as they had been told. So you've got angels, you've got shepherds. And then you've, this is the sixth one. We're almost there, guys. We've got an old fella named Simeon. 
Can you flash Simeon up? Now, Simeon's the guy who, when Jesus is born, after seven days, Jesus is taken to the temple to be circumcised. And Simeon is a blind old man who's been waiting for the Messiah his whole life. And when the little baby Jesus is placed in his arms, he bursts out into praise and song because it's the most exciting thing that could ever happen for him in his life. And here's what he says, even though he's blind, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God saying, for my eyes have seen your salvation. You notice the language there? The guy's blind, but he says, my eyes have seen your salvation. This child, Jesus, he sees as the saviour of the world. And the final one, the seventh one's not in Luke, it's in Matthew, but it's the wise men. So we'll flash them up as well. They're the ones who come to visit Jesus, but you may not be aware of this, they didn't come for about a year. So if they're in your nativity scene, pull them out and put them along the bench a little bit because they're on their way, but they don't get to Jesus for about a year because they're following a star from a long way away and the Lord leads them to the baby Jesus. And when they get there, they bring gifts and they celebrate and they rejoice. And we've got a verse there, Matt. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary. They bowed down and worshipped him, opened up their treasures and presented gifts of gold, frankincense, candy canes and myrrh. Can you catch the celebrating going on? Can you catch the rejoicing going on? Have you noticed how many people burst into song? It's like a big musical all around the the, the approach of Jesus' birth and beyond it. Everyone is celebrating, but what we've got to catch is why. You see, it is exciting when babies are born. And when a little baby boy is born, that's an exciting thing. But what we need to catch is this. This is not just any old baby boy that's born. This is the baby boy that arrives. This is the God who's come to save us just like he said he would. That's what's happening here in this moment. This is our king who's come to save us. And if you actually catch the names that Jesus receives, it tells you the kind of baby he is or the kind of person he is. One of the names that he's given, and we sang about it earlier, is the name Emmanuel. Have you heard that used in regards to Jesus? Emmanuel. And what that means is God with us. That Jesus is given that name is to say that this boy, this person, is the living God now with us. This is the Son of God in the flesh. This is God, the Son, here, one of us, to save us. Jesus' own name, the name Jesus itself, did you know what that means? The name Jesus actually means that he is the one who saves his people from their sin. That's what the name Jesus means. When we go to Zechariah's song, and this is, we're just going to look at a couple of verses here and then we're going to wrap up. Um, Could I get you to throw up Zachariah's song here? You get more of not necessarily the names that Jesus gets, but descriptions of Jesus. Have a look at them. Um, This is Zachariah singing, and he says, To you, my child, um, you will be called the prophet, that's he's talking to his own son, of the Most High. Jesus is the Most High. Next line, For you will go on before the Lord to prepare a way from him. Jesus is the Lord. He is the Most High. And if that's who Jesus is, if he's the Lord, the Most High, he's the one that created all things. 
He's the one who's the master of all things. He's the one that owns you. You belong to him and he reigns and rules over all things and you'll stand before him on the final day. That's who Jesus is. When you read on in in, um, Zechariah's song here, um, look at the description of Jesus, verse 78. Because of the tender mercy of our God. So that's not a name for Jesus, but what it's saying is that Jesus is the embodiment of the tender mercy of our God. The way you know that God is merciful and has come to show mercy to you is with the coming of Jesus, the Son of God, the tender mercy of our God, which, look at the next line, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven. I love the language that's in Zechariah's song here. Jesus is described as a rising sun. Now, you know, after a long, dark night that you never thought was going to end and then the beautiful sun rises in the horizon and lights up the sky and it's brilliant and it's beautiful and it changes your head and your heart and you're really glad the sun came up again. That's a little glimpse of how we ought to feel when the sun of God comes to us in the person of Jesus and he comes to us from heaven. He's the gift, verse 79. He's, he's, he's going to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death. Now, one of the things that's, that's important for us to understand about why we need the sun to rise, why we need a saviour to come to us, is this concept called sin, which is unpacked here somewhat in the language of darkness and the shadow of death. One of the reasons why you live with weariness in your bones is because there's sin that remains in your life and there's sin in those around us. And the Bible describes that it's like we're walking in darkness and we're walking in the shadow of death and that's really heavy. And I tell you what, you will not value the rising of the sun until you realise you've been in the darkness. Is that true? You won't realise and celebrate the value of Jesus unless you see how serious sin is is let me state the obvious salvation from darkness and sin is only good news and worth celebrating if you recognize the desperate situation you're in and the trouble you're in and your need for rescue it's kind of like this a few years ago i was there for one of those lagoon openings you know when there's been so much rain that the lagoon that's meant to kind of flow out to the ocean Um, it's actually been clogged up and it's flooding the nearby houses and it needs to be unlocked so all the water can go flowing out into the ocean have you ever seen that i was there for one a few years back where the council came down and they dug out a bit of sand to form a trench and this black cold water started to flow and really quickly turned into like a white water river dark river flowing out into the ocean and the ocean was massive and dangerous and so it was quite a spectacular sight there were a lot of people there watching and usually what happens in those situations if you're a surfer you know what's coming is that a stationary wave forms which makes it's not exciting to anyone except someone who wants to jump on a boogie board or a surfboard and try and ride the wave in the midst of the peril now, I was there and with one of my mates and um, this young fella on a boogie thought it'd be exciting to jump in and have a go on the wave, but of course he didn't 
really know what he was doing and he got swept out really quick into a massive ocean and got himself into trouble really quickly and my mate who kind of knows what he's doing stripped off like some kind of superman or baywatch dude or i don't know what you've got in mind and you know jumped in the water and put him put his own life in danger and got out there grabbed this kid and swam him back to the safety on the shore but when he got him on the shore it was pretty clear the kid did not know the trouble that he was in because what do you reckon the kid did straight away again? Yeah, he jumped straight, got his boogie, just went cool and jumped straight back in again. And that's what you do if you don't understand the danger you're in. And guys, that's the state of the world that we're living in. And maybe some of you here today, you don't understand the danger of sin. You don't understand the pitch blackness of the darkness that we live in where our sin causes us to be estranged from the God who loves us and will separate us from him forever if nothing is done about it. And I think that's why our world is, doesn't understand sin is because they don't understand the danger that they're in. And so to be able to celebrate a saviour, to be able to rejoice in the coming of Jesus, you've first got to see your sin. You've got to see the trouble that you're in. You've got to know and acknowledge the darkness in order to celebrate when the sun comes up. And I'll let me finish on this one by going back to the lyrics of that song, O Holy Night. Can you put up that one verse again there, Matt? Friends, the weariness that you feel, the weariness that everyone in our world feels comes from multiple places, but the primary place that our weariness comes from is in that first line there, long lay the world in sin and error, pining. Pining means longing. Our world in sin, that's where the weariness comes from, and we pine, we long for the weariness to go. We don't just want rest, we want to be able to rejoice. And the great thing we know is that there's an answer, there's a way out of sin. And the next line says, you know, you pine until. You can either pine your whole life, you can long your whole life for the weariness to go, or you can see what's come. And, and you can see that he appeared. And the soul felt it's worth your soul can 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 say there's someone who saw me in the darkness there's someone who knew what i was going through and there is someone who came for me and it's god the son come in the person of jesus and then there can be a thrill of hope then there can be rejoicing then there can be celebrating. Then the weariness can be overtaken by a larger reality of salvation and celebration and rejoicing because the big issue has been dealt with because for yonder breaks. You know what that word yonder means? It just means over there somewhere, over yonder. Yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Morning, that is. It's the morning where the sun rises it's the day where our Saviour Jesus arrived. And that's what we're celebrating in this season. And if you can see the sin and you can see the darkness and you can acknowledge the weariness that's from that, then you can celebrate. Then you can rejoice. Then we can know the relief and the comfort and the goodness of a God who's come for us in the person of Jesus to save us and rescue us 
And we're going to go on singing about that again just now. But let me pray. And the musos will come and lead us again. Oh, Father God, we're so grateful that you would come for us. We're so grateful that in our weariness that our souls can feel their worth from a God who values us and comes to redeem us. Thank you that there's a way out of sin and darkness and death and that's what you've come for us in Jesus. Thank you that we can sing now, that we can rejoice now, we can celebrate not just with a shell, not just with a shallow structure this time of year, but with a depth and substance of knowing that our souls have been healed. We love you, Lord. It's so good to rejoice. And all the people said, Amen. Let's sing again.